Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one hairy page of Talmud every day. Because today's page, Nazir 3, we jump right into one of the strangest things in the heart of this amazing tractate, the question of hair. Have a listen. The Mishnah rules that one who says, I am here by a hair curler is a Nazarite. The Gemara asks, from where is it known that this term is referring to the curling of hair by allowing it to grow? Because the Nazir, as you may recall, has vowed, among other things, not to cut his hair. The Gemara answers, as that maidservant of the house of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi said to a certain man who grew his hair long, until when will you curl your hair? This shows that mesalsel, or to curl, means to grow hair. The Gemara suggests, say that the word mesalsel, or to curl, is referring to the study of Torah, as it is written with regard to Torah, extol her, salselah, and she will exalt you. The Gemara responds that Shmuel said, here too, the case is where he was holding his hair at the time of his pronouncement. It is so incredibly profound that one of the core elements of this vow, a vow so important that it receives its own tractate right after an entire tractate that was dedicated just to vows, has to do with our hair. So I figured, because we will have a lot of hair-related content, that I will ask my dear friend and the greatest living specialist on all (laughs) things Jewish hair to come here and opine. Stephanie Butnick, welcome back. It is Great to be back here. I will say my hair is flat ironed several days ago, and I'm feeling great about life. All right. So take us because this just by virtue of the fact that you could hear that there are so many words in Hebrew and refer to both biblically and Talmudically to hair and things we do with our hair. I, I want to sort of primer today before we even get to, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks of hair talk. Uh, I want a little primer about Jews and hair. What's the deal? You know, I think that's an amazing question. You know, I'm coming from the perspective of a Jewish woman and hair has sort of always been on the agenda in many ways. Um, This idea of a lot of Jewish women, particularly of Ashkenazi descent, having curly hair and that being something that you sort of deal with both just as, as a part of your life. Right. But also in this context of like assimilation or identification. Right. Like, is my hair part of my Jewishness? I think it's a question that a lot of Jewish women and also Jewish men, right? We hear about this Jewfro thing, right? Like hair in many ways is such an indicator of, of Jewish identity in, in such an unexpected way that I'm, I'm actually not at all surprised, though I am sort of chuffed to hear that this goes all the way back it to the beginning. It goes all the way back. There's, there's almost nothing about noses, but there's a lot about hair. So how do you think the way we think about hair has uh, changed, advanced, uh, become <laughs> become more interesting? Because I know that there's a lot of thing about when famous Jewish people change their hairstyle. And as you said, it is taken as some kind of indication of your desire to assimilate or how comfortable you are with, with your identity. Where are we now on the hairy scale? Um, on the hairometer, I think we're at this interesting place, right? Because I think you see a lot of people, particularly young Jewish women, reclaiming this idea of like, I want my hair curly. I want to wear it natural. I want to wear it curly. And that is going to show my 
Jewish pride. I think you also see this in other communities, right? Among African-American women, wearing your hair natural has just become something that more people want to do, more people want to embrace as a beautiful sign of, of your identity. I think it's so interesting that these decisions are sort of laden with with cultural import in a way that I don't know that everyone necessarily appreciates, right? Or or wants to be that way, right? If if why does what I do with my hair have anything to do with my Judaism? Well, there are a number of reasons, right? You can say actually it has nothing to do with my Judaism, or you can say, no, 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 I'm not gonna go back to that flat iron and try to look like this beauty standard that has been established for me by like Western civilization that I'm actually kind of distinct from in many ways. And so I think that I see sort of validity to both sides of this argument. One, that hair is just hair, right? And what we do with it, how we choose to adorn ourselves with it or remove it from the parts of our body that we don't want it on. I mean, I think that there, in many ways, it's tied up in these these bigger cultural conversations. We actually can't escape that. Well, the rabbis today are comparing curly hair to the Torah itself. Uh, Growing up in, in that other Jerusalem, Long Island, what was your relationship? to your hair? You know, I think about this thing that a colleague said, and I feel like I might have said this on the show before, which would be bizarre, but we used to have a colleague who said, you know, you always walk in differently when your hair is straightened. She she said to me, she's like, you have like a different attitude when your hair is straightened. It's like, you have like a don't mess with the attitude. I've done my hair. (laughs) It was such a funny thing to hear. I've assimilated now. I'm in charge. I wouldn't have connected it to any of those things, and I probably still might not, but she was saying like, you know, to me, this idea of being like polished or putting effort into your appearance, which we have talked about on the show, is meaningful in many ways. But it is sort of strange to realize that underneath it, I'm like, wait, is wearing my hair straight a sign that I'm not proud of my Jewishness? Like, that's that's intense. I don't really know what to make of that. And I think that, you know, the thing I will caution is, is that for women, for young women, actually for women of all ages, there's so much pressure on your appearance. And then to sort of add this layer of like, wait, you're you're straightening your hair. You're not proud of your Jewishness. You're like, wait, no, no. I just want I just want to wear my hair in this certain way. We're sort of like damned if you do, damned if you don't in a, in a way. Well, uh, if you see me walking down the street with my very sizable Jufro, you should know it's not a statement of identity. It's just benign neglect. <laughs> Stephanie Butnick, thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks for having me. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Roskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmucha, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Thank you.